Hello and welcome to a new episode of Korea Startup Podcast. Today we are going to do a full overview of the Korean startup ecosystem. We invited Philip Lee, who has a media company called Pikul, focused on tech and startups in South Korea. We are going to talk about many different things. Investment situation, influence of conglomerates and government into this ecosystem, booming industries, cultural differences, foreign situation and many other things. If you want to have a broad image of what's happening in this ecosystem, this episode is for you. Hope you enjoy and learn as much as we did. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Korea Startup Podcast. Today, as you can see, we're in a new place. First episode that we are recording video and we are with Phoenix. Hello, Hello Phoenix. everyone. And we are also with Philip Lee. Hello. Hi, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, the founder and the CEO of Pikul. And he came today to show a little bit how is his company. And also he's going to do like a really in-deep overview about the Korean startup ecosystem today. We have some questions prepared for him. Okay. And we know it's going to be really useful. So, yeah. We can understand, like, we can start maybe doing an introduction of you. You know, like, we know that you have a really extensive sales career on your back. <laughs> you have been working in Gartner. You have been working in KT. And also now you are in Pico. Okay. Can you tell us what did you study and also what was your journey until you started Pico? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Philip Lee. I'm founder and CEO of Pico. And uh, I founded this company on July 1st, 2020. And uh, it's almost two, and, two year and seven months uh, of time I made this company. Prior to that, as you had experienced, uh, I explained, I have been... Uh, working in Oracle, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Or uh, before that, there was a two or three months of time working in, uh, which is right now listed in New York Stock Exchange, a startup, about two months. But I quit it and made this company, mm -hmm. and I was in Oracle, and I was in Gartner, and about seven sixty to seventy percent of my career in KT, and I did a lot of jobs there. I was uh, sales and I was business development, but my first career was PR, press release. And th the reason why is that is that I wanted to be the journalist, but mm. I failed. Okay. But I had I did the internship in one of the most conservative newspaper company, Donga uh -huh. Daily News. <laughs> so, so it was my dream to write something, but, yeah, but. I had started uh, this this uh, startup to realize my dream based on my career in tech background. So you could say now that you're living your dream? Is it how you expect it to be or is it more difficult? Well, well as you see, uh, I mean, you see, uh, if you hear the story of Airbnb mm -hmm. about which they have founded in San Francisco about 15 years ago, What happened was that these guys were having dreams that let's uh, make the Airbnb the be bed and breakfast in a good way. But at first they uh, failed. So mm -hmm. they uh, sold, as I heard that they sold the uh, conference putting on <laughs> Barack Obama stickers. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's the reali reality of the uh, startups. Mm -hmm. But uh, in that sense, Writing something at the first time was crazy because it was just empty blog and nothing on that, and I didn't know what to write. Mm -hmm. But right now, after two and a half months, I wrote about 1.3 thousand articles in English. Whoa. 
And regarding the paid contents, uh, I wrote about 300 uh-huh. in the Pico, uh making core analysis on the enterprise, which is on South Korea neighbors uh, premium contents platform. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing what I did, but I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to uh, evolve and trying to improve every day better than yesterday and making something better for the readers mm. who are visiting my website for free or paying their very variable money and of course commonly time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because uh, we saw that you have two main channels. The English one that yes, is for that's free, right. it's a daily and then you have the pay one that is in Korean, right? Yes. Uh, so we have triple our pay channel as Neighbor as some kind of the open platform. So mm-hmm. Neighbor provides it, and it's uh, number one in subscription so number with, within the name uh, number of subscribers in tech and IT uh-huh. category. So, and That's we crazy. have our own website, uh, the pico.com. This is for Korean speaking citizens around the world, mm-hmm. and. Actually, our corporation is incorporated in the United States, oh. not in South Korea, in Delaware, United States. So uh, that service is targeting Korean Americans or Korean Canadians or Korean British who are outside country. But it's, mm-hmm. it is right now closed better, but we're trying to make it service going live this March. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that we are providing the contents in one of the big four conglomerate chapels in South Korea. They use that inside their internal bulletin board. That's number one. And we supply that on uh, Hunet Seal, which is the uh, high-class article for executives in South Korea. And number three is uh, we uh, recently supply the article to Aluxo, which is uh, funded by the founder and CEO and chairman of Down Communication, which is mm-hmm. right now part of Kakao. So, yeah, so that's the thing that I do. So, yeah, that's, and so, yeah, that's what I do. Yep. In between the English and the Korean channels, like uh-huh. which one do you have more users? Well, uh, English is far more because it's free, and as you know, Korean popul- Korean-speaking population is just one hundred thousand, including South Korea and North Korea. Actually, <laughs> I have checked the three uh, access from North Korea. <laughs> if I analyze analyzing Google Analytics, but I don't know who saw that. <laughs> anyway, but Oof, yeah, suspicious. because yeah, yeah, but anyway, that's uh, so. But English speaking, it's the entire population of yeah. the world because it's just a common language right now. Mm. So um, yeah, so that that's more. And, and and about that because I'm really I'm really mm-hmm. curious about the interest that foreign countries have in Korea nowadays. Yes. So you that you have been doing this for a while and you know who's reading your post, have you been seeing like a higher interest in the Korean startup ecosystem from the side of foreigners, not only Koreans? Okay, so um, regarding your questions, there are three types of the people. Mm-hmm. First one is investors who are. Uh, trying to invest in Series B or C. But at first, our motto was Korea Startup News, but right now, our motto is tech and business and startups, excluding South Korea. Uh-huh. The reason why is that South Korean market is, itself is just, let's say, for example, typical 
foreign vendors like Oracle, of course I cannot open the number, but mm -hmm. let's say if it is if the total GDP of the South Korean market size in the whole entire world is let's say yeah. about one percent, and Japan is two percent. So if I merge it together, that becomes just uh, three percent. Yeah. So. But if it, if you categorize and if you step down, deep dive into the startup category, it's really small. Mm. So from my perspective, and so yeah, so investors, but mostly big companies. And number two is the foreigners who are trying to come into the market. I made an example of South Korea and Japan because these two countries are very unique culture and they are have very high barrier of uh, language. Yeah. Language, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, kimchi or sushi. This is a <laughs> typical word right now. But if you go just inside in in let's say if you go to Piccadilly of London, let's say <laughs> if you speak Korean, no one understands. Of course, I recently I was in London this June and uh, I saw that there is a chicken and beers. Korean chicken and beer that <laughs> the Chimac pub in the uh, just next to the Dublin style pub, but right now th that's very unique and that's that's just one side of thing. I mean, most yeah. people just know. So, so, uh, so that's why number two who are trying to inside the market. Number three, mm -hmm. I see that due thanks to the Netflix or other global platforms there are many K dramas or K contents around the world and these guys are suddenly getting interested about Korea. But uh I think my contents example is that uh who are trying to come into this market and make something happen. Mm -hmm. Because I'm mostly uh focused in business and technology and startups. Yeah. So so that's that that's the thing that I usually uh, mm -hmm. talk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna talk about this K drama, K pop, K mm -hmm. everything that is mm -hmm. so famous nowadays mm -hmm. all over the world. And we're yes. gonna ask you also how is it affecting the Korean. But first, I, I would like to start mm -hmm. talking about the Korean startup ecosystem, mm -hmm. mentioning because everybody knows say, everybody knows Korea, but mm -hmm. mainly we know the big conglomerates. We know Samsung. We know. LG, we know KT, like these type of big mm -hmm. companies are really known. But mm -hmm. we don't really know that many startups that were born in South Korea. Yes. And I would like to ask you, how is this culture of big conglomerates affect the startup ecosystem in Korea? For example, we now see that some companies as Samsung have some programs to help uh, startups. Mm -hmm. You mentioned in one of your posts the, this program called C-Lab. Mm -hmm. They actually um, showcased it, I think mm. it was 12 yes, startups recently wrote a story. in CES. Yeah. Yes. yes. So I would like to ask you, how are these big companies influencing the, the Korea startup ecosystem? Yes, very good question. And to understand about this, you have to understand about the cultures. Because just before starting the recording, I heard I shared a story that one of the big conglomerate manager level <laughs> copied my uh, paid contents <laughs> and he just oh, uh, controversy and uh, big news today. Comment, yeah, comment, guys, comment, <laughs> copy and paste. And uh, quite ridiculous was that he was just changing, let's say, but let's say in Korean example to still something mm -hmm. like that so, or making comma into, let's say, dash, something like this. So, what I found was that oh, this guy is really weird, but in some terms, <laughs> I understood. The reason why I'm talking about uh, 
my personal story to public is that we have a really bad history. I mean, uh, hope that Chinese governments are not listening to this podcast. So otherwise, you guys' visa will be or canceled, or I will be some kind of the racist. But let's say the, the, the chi- people are criticizing on China that they are doing a lot of copycats, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in our culture before, uh, the big companies copycat made a copycat on the item of the startups. Mm-hmm. It happened until 2010. And the thing is that every country, every company has its own culture. So let's say KT example, where I have uh, worked about eight and a half years there. Mm -hmm. And they are telecommunication company and they are infrastructure based business model. So if they make something like the service and if they make the service, uh, service, something, the model like Yahoo or Google, they can do it really well at the first time because they have plenty of money, yeah. cash. But it is just cash bounding. They are not generating any cash or generating any business models because uh, they are too keen into the uh, infrastructure-based business model and the corporate culture. So they failed and they blew up all of the money entire into the air. So. Most of the big companies experienced that before. Mm-hmm. So I I am the guy who believes in the market. I mean, uh, and the market tells, I mean, there has to be any social basic benefits or social values that have to protect something. But the best thing in the market thing is that that changes in a good way. In mm-hmm. some times, of course, a lot of bad things are happening. Yeah. But so in good way, the big companies found out that instead of making their internal department and putting a lot of money and making driving a lot of cash, they fail. What they did was that, hey, let's do investment mm-hmm. and let's do the things that they work. And like SoftBank, for example, if this guy is getting bigger and bigger, our value is also coming going up. <laughs> and also, we'll be a good guy. I mean, making the entire ecosystem growing up. Mm. So I think, uh, I mean, South Korea had uh, some kind of the big disasters or events every time, and it changes it changed a lot of things afterwards. Let's say in 1998, we got fundraising from IMF, International Monetary Fund. And before that, our economy system was like a mix-up mixture of Singapore and Taiwan. I mean, the government controlled everything. Mm-hmm. But the US systems and the market capitalism-driven system came into this country. And afterwards, that uh, the neighbor and down has been came out, which is right now neighbor and cacao. Mm-hmm. Of course, some of, and after the IT bubble started, at that time we called the the word called venture instead of startup. The venture bubble came down, and it was the dark age. And in two thousand eight, as you guys have also the movie, which uh, Chris, uh, the, the Christian Bale and uh, Brad Pitt featured, the Big Short. Mm-hmm. After that, the the entire nation itself came down came down, let's say, uh, the, 
the entire nation came down and the economic disaster and the start of was booming up. So mm-hmm. coupon, for example, yeah, <laughs> those mm-hmm. kind of things came out of this country. Yeah. And the, the big guys right now, which is really famous, the e-commerce start, a big, uh, one of the big e-commerce came out. And at that time, uh, many big companies were trying to copy that model, but they failed. And they realized after the COVID-19 and all countries are driving their cash, of course, that led to uh, the the housing price, crazy crazy housing price all over the world, including here in South Korea, because I I found that some houses are expensive than Manhattan in New York. (laughs) Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, so that's that's what happened here. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's they uh, to conclude. I talk too much, but no, 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 to no. conclude, um, the uh, Samsung or LG or Hyundai or uh, let's say KT or SK, these guys are putting in money to make it more successful, and this become a lot of opportunity for. Korean startups in in one axis. That's mm-hmm. one axis. So because I found that next question is uh-huh. really important. Yes. Yeah. So I left it for your talk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think also one of the main characteristics mm-hmm. of Korea is that these big conglomerates are really diversified. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the key of this diversifying is that they mm-hmm. invest in many companies and they have like the different right. type of, of right. channels. And also like last year, for example, was mm-hmm. a great year for M&As. Mm-hmm. But this year we see that it's going a little bit down for the inflation and all these things. But also, as you were mentioning, I would like to know your opinion about the influence of the government in all of this startup ecosystem and company and everything. Because from one side, we have people that complain that they believe that this this uh, excessive support of mm-hmm. startups are mm-hmm. creating many zombie startups and they just literally don't don't survive. Yeah. But from the other side also, there are many grants and many support that is really valuable. So what do you think about this? As a guy that I am believing in market. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I would like to tell you is that I'm not a neoliberalism guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe in rather my ways like Germany. Okay. But um, because I was uh, to, 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 to share my personal story, I was grown up in Switzerland, Geneva. And I know how the social benefit, if it works really well, how the society is really peaceful. I found that in Switzerland about 30 years ago. So, so, but our system is more like U.S. system. So, mm-hmm. anyway, um, at the first time I told you that our uh, capitalism was like uh, Singapore plus Taiwan. Mm-hmm. The reason why I told you was that to answer this question. And the reason why I'm doing this is that South Korean, South Korean government have a habit of uh, developing their economy in 1970s and 1980s. And that was, uh, that was really great at that time because uh, it was really efficient, efficient and it's a really great tool for catching up with, uh, with, with the advanced developed countries. Like mm-hmm. That's what Japanese government has done before. And we follow that way. And that was actually came out from the Germany when Germany was, a, let's say, there was Byron and there was Fissen and these small kingdoms and they merged together in Freusen and to catch up with France or catch up with uh, 
UK, United Kingdom, what Germany, the first and third was that they made a bureaucracy and they made some kind of the government-driven plan. And they catched up with that in the history about 150 years ago. And Japan followed that way. And it's our shameful history because our we were colony of Japan for 36 years. And during that time, a lot of uh, system was transparent, transparent planted inside this country. Mm-hmm. But unlike unlike uh, other countries, which was which is right now Commonwealth or uh, French colony countries, our system was entirely destroyed due to the Korean War. But one thing remained: the government-driven economy itself, and it was really efficient. Yeah. So that philosophy follows to start the ecosystem. And in good sense, I would like to tell you is that it really worked. Mm-hmm. So first, first of all, so it worked. And so in other countries, the survival rates until its sixth years, we had, uh, if you typed out zombie startups uh, in Google, mm-hmm. you can find out our, our article. I t- wrote that in the early time because I, when I was uh, focusing on the startups at the time. And what happened at that time was that what I found while I was writing that article was that number one, uh, year number one, year number two, year number three, year number four, and year number five, the survival rate is really beautiful. I mean, because government funds everything and yeah. let's say, so if you compare with France or Germany or United Kingdom or Japan, we have far much higher survival rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the percentage of bankruptcy is lower than other countries. It is because the number, the gap itself is uh, by the subsidy. Mm-hmm. The, the subsidy of the government and government fund program make the survival rate until the year five, number but, five. But don't you think that's like an artificial way of making companies survive and it's not like a healthy... I found that, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry to bother you. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Please. So I found that when I was uh, doing some kind of mentoring program, I mean, I might lose that job, but... <laughs> <laughs> I found a guy who founded a company every five years because from the year six, the government aid program was getting our cut. Mm. So if you check the figure, suddenly the, uh, the, from year six, the, the bankruptcy rate suddenly goes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. So I found a guy who is doing his second startup. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he, so I mean, there are uh, there are some kind of cherry pickers inside this uh, inside the system, but so that's the bad thing about here. And but the government, the pros of this was that if you want to understand how the market is going on, is that I'm the guy who is following the numbers because mm-hmm. our contents itself, I do not do any claims or I do not. I'm trying to get rid of any emotions when I'm trying when I'm writing contents in Korean because number is really exact. Yeah. Because one plus one is equals two, not one plus one <laughs> equals three. Yes. Of course, if it is imagination, it can, you can make it one plus one equals three or four or the number like seven. <laughs> what I love, like Hung Hung Min Son, let's say mm-hmm. example. 
yeah, but it doesn't it it doesn't work here. So, what I would like to tell you is that fund of funds, the total size of budget, multiple two, is actually the 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 guesstimation budget of the fund size, which will be executed inside this market. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the rank, so in that sense, you can expect how the market is going on by checking the budget or government plan by, let's say, Ministry of SME and Startups. Yeah. So, yeah. Talking about that, you also wrote about the budget of, yeah. of this ministry. I think it was a 13,000 billion once for this year, right? If I'm not wrong. Uh, I have to check the number because I, right? Yeah, I think I have it here. 13,500 billion ones for this year. Mm. It's really impressive. Yeah, let's see where they invested, but I think the amount is... Yeah, but it's the budget itself is the organization budget. Mm -hmm. So you have to dip because every year the budget is proposal and getting finalized by the National Assembly, Mm -hmm. the Congress. And uh, the... You have to check because they publish about the book, the budget book over the 150 pages. Mm -hmm. And inside there, and after that, how the things are getting executed is that they make the phase each year. Mm -hmm. And I did not follow that 100%, but the Ministry of SME and Startups posts on their bulletins, on their notification. And they designate in which venture capital or private equity will yeah. cooperate with in certain categories. Yeah. So in that sense. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so, yeah, to understand about the South Korean market, it is uh, great to find that number. And you gave me a really great idea that I have to write <laughs> that one. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. But Excel stuff is really boring every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, another side question about uh-huh. all of this, like government investment side. Okay. When I was coming here, I'm not a tech guy. Mm? I'm not a tech guy. Yeah, at me all. too. I, I I I major law. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And when I came, everyone scared me. Like, if you're not a tech guy, uh-huh. you in Korea, you're not going to be able to do anything because all the funds are for tech startups. Uh, yeah. Do you think this is true? Do you think other industries, like the creative industry, for example, are living on a side? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I mean, they're right, uh, because, uh, but in some sense, because I'm also content creator and yeah. I do the media startups, In first in market perspective, what I would like to tell you is that uh, even compared with China, for example, our citizens have less tendency to purchase uh, contents <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so but if it is the content related with let's say k culture or k drama or yeah webtoons mm-hmm. this is a different story yeah and also we have from from the other side yeah. in the south korean people are the ones who buy more luxury items in the world oh ah, yeah because uh they have really weak uh self-respect <laughs> Yeah, t- to be mm-hmm. honest, I mean, that's why people care about others. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for me, example, I'm. Uh, is it okay to open my age? Of course. Yeah. Yes. Let's say I'm forty, 
two this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, my birthday is not passed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what happened is, uh, I will be getting married this year, but uh, I'm not. Get, I didn't get married. But the problem is that people are asking me, "When are you getting married?" and they have typical some kind of model. If you are age of forty two, you have to drive at least Sonata or Granger or Hyundai, mm-hmm. and uh, Hyundai, and uh, you have to have a house in certain place. Let's say one hundred square me- meters uh, housing, and you have let's yeah. say one or two kids or something like that. And they have some kind of the standards. But I went to France or I went to Portugal. Yeah. Last year, and what I found was that they have their different self respects. Mm-hmm. So that's why, if you see the countries, if you go to France, for example, if you go to UK, people are not carrying Louis Vuittons or Celine mm-hmm. or those kind of stuff. So, I mean, when I was in college, every girl was wearing the Prada yeah. backpacks mm-hmm. about 20, 20, 21 years ago. And uh, but this is the kind of things that people have se- low self-respect to themselves. So they care about others. Yeah. What car they drive, mm-hmm. and why are they? So a lot of people are stopped in, in the Instagrams. Yeah. Yeah. So they post everything. Hey, I've been into Michelin one star, but two star. Well, it doesn't matter whether you have a instant cup noodles or. But yeah, so mm-hmm. caring about others. So that's why the luxury market is big here in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, when you share about it, I really like feel it because I'm from Vietnam and uh-huh. also people really care about like, we, I always want to show that I'm living a good life. Yeah. But when I go to Europe, people don't need to show, they just live their life and they yeah. care a lot about themselves. Yeah, so and it's really right, different. Right, yeah. right, right. So like to add on your, I have, Many friends in Europe because I was growing up in Switzerland and my friends are still there. And I was doing global business development in KT, so I have some friends in Europe as well. They don't care about their families, uh, what they do. Just I put the likes or hearts on uh, Facebook post, but you see, it's about their life. I don't want, let's say, I have Peter in Slovakia and I don't. <laughs> Well, he's really tall and he's great and his wife is good, for example, let's say. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if he drives Mercedes-Benz or if he drives, let's say, Chinese electric mm. car. It's his life. But here it's a little bit weird. So people urge me to do something. Like uh, this is really uh, bad questions in other countries that when are you getting married? Yeah. Or why are you? Yeah, why are you living your life like that? <laughs> Did they fund me something? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I do. Uh-huh. Yeah, and maybe touching the the investment side, uh-huh. how is the venture capital in, uh, industry here? Uh-huh. And especially, how open is Korea for foreign investment? And is Korea a good place for foreigners to invest? Is it attractive, or is it becoming more attractive from day to day? Well, <laughs> well, uh, it depends. I mean, so I told you that this kind of culture is happening in venture capitals from because mm-hmm. I'm quite outsider in Korea startup tech mm-hmm. sense because yeah. I'm not going to the seminars. I'm going not going to the network party. I'm just writing something. <laughs> 
And so let's say they have some kind of trends and they follow if other VCs uh, invest under the deal size of the Series A. Okay. Because it's small and it's less risky. But from Series B, it's another story. They lose. It's like a poker, you know. Welcome to the house. (laughs) So uh, in that sense, uh, they they had... The, the big and the famous name and who have a great name like Artus or these guys are doing well in Series B or hmm. the beyond. So, and even Artus is the American one, Korean hmm. American one. So uh, they will be opening in this sense. And your question was that, uh, so of course they want to make, open their country uh, to other countries and other VCs and as you know that uh, the president Yoon is state busy having a state visit this weekend to mm-hmm. uh, UAE okay. before going to Switzerland, and uh, so he is trying to take many. Uh, he is trying to bring many startups like Yanoja to UAE. The founder, I don't know, the CEO posted on his LinkedIn and his Facebook, hey, I'm going to UAE. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, in that sense, they are interested in the Arab monies like Saudi Arabia. You know, the the uh, Muslims, the Islamic culture doesn't let you get the interest. Yeah. But they have to earn money, right? <laughs> so that's why they are doing a lot of bunch of stuff. So... So this money will be coming. And yesterday or the day after, day before yesterday, I found out that uh, the PIF, of the uh, Saudi Arabia, invested about let's say 40, four, uh, 490 million US dollars on cacao entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is some kind of things, but the entire market itself has, uh, you know, the today South Korean uh, Bank of Korea raised its uh, policy interest rate by 0.25%. Mm-hmm. Since the interest rate is going up and up and up, the opportunity of the venture capitals are going down because, you know, there are a lot of alternatives. Yeah, yeah so that's how I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. also, I believe that now the uh-huh. Korea is doing a lot of efforts to bring uh-huh. foreign investors. For example, yes. we have the, the example of Invest Seoul. Uh, they did right. also like a conference or yeah. like a meeting some weeks ago. Yeah. And like their goal was to help Korean startups to go global uh-huh. by those invest- investors yes, that are coming from, border. from right. abroad. So I think they are doing like a really good, like they really try to bring mm-hmm. foreign investors mm-hmm. here, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I will be visiting Tokyo by the end of next month. And since the Startup Genome Report ranked uh, Seoul as the 10th startup ecosystem, uh-huh. and last year uh, Seoul was 20 and uh, Tokyo was a 10, and Tokyo became in 12s and Seoul became 10. So Oof. I'm talking with the these guys <laughs> here uh, from Japan and they're trying to catch up. So it will be some mm-hmm. kind of com- competition because... But that's good. Competition... Makes something good yeah. and making more open. And from the foreigners, let's say from US or European perspective, if these two market is getting open, and uh, as you know, that the invasion of uh, Ukraine by Russia, 
made the world, let's say, uh, closer. Yes, whether you are on the freedom side or mm -hmm. where in the, the, the Russian or Chinese side. And what the things are happening in Hong Kong is that uh, making the alternatives of the US and Japan and South Korea and Australia and let's say Taiwan and Vietnam, of course, these uh, pan APEC things are trying to make their ecosystem bigger. So, I mean, it will be a lot, because in that sense, before the war occurred, uh, the, the, the invasion occurred, that's almost uh, one year before, 27th of February, I guess. And uh, there was a call, uh, the phenomenon in APEC area was that you have a greater China. Mm -hmm. So China, mainland and Hong Kong and Taiwan, but something is getting splitted and here I see some kind of opportunities. Yeah. That's what I faced actually when I was in November Web Summit this year, 2022, when I was in Web Summit in November in Portugal. And what I found was that uh, these people, because I saw a lot of Chinese in mm -hmm. June in VivaTech, mm -hmm. and Web Summit is a far bigger event in Europe. And I rarely saw Chinese at the time. Uh -huh. Quite weird, I mean, yeah, because yeah. they have a certain portion inside the entire GDP of the global market. But you see, that's, yeah, mm -hmm. that's what you can see, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also, uh, how, does, how does South Korea drive mm -hmm. innovation? Because we have seen from the last years that South Korea was a really innovative country, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it always was in the top list of most mm -hmm. innovative countries. Mm -hmm. But we saw that this year some magazines, we, we don't know how credible they are, but put South Korea in a lower position. What do you think about this? Yeah, it depends on what kind of things, because I'm South Korean citizen, mm -hmm. to defend ourselves. <laughs> uh, I didn't wrote that in English, but I wrote that in Korean contents because uh, during the CES 2023, uh, the CTA, which, uh, which hosts CES, uh, Consumer Technology Association, they designated the countries in four groups, the 70 countries. So one is innovation champions, and number two is innovation leader, and innovation adopters and modest innovators. Mm -hmm. So uh, the South Korean press, most of the media companies are trying to avoid that research because, yeah. you know, people want to focus on good things, not in bad <laughs> things. But yes. if you are a media, and if you are a media that going to beyond Korea, beyond South Korea, what? Mm -hmm. so I focus on this story and we wrote that and in Korean and you have to pay. Uh -huh. Anyway, <laughs> but the... South Korea ranked at 25th, and wow. the innovation champions were 24, hmm. and the ranking 24 was Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was really interesting in some stories. So yeah. what happened was, uh, to compare with South Korea, and, Japan, and in the innovation leader group, there was Italy, Italy, and South Korea, and Malaysia, and Poland, Czech, and Slovenia, and Hungary, and newcomers were Malta, Slovakia, and Greece. Uh -huh. So in their press release, uh, they, the CTA wrote that the, the countries are mostly dynamic countries or 
the the democratic was one generation beyond something like that, but Italy was there. <laughs> yeah, if Italy was an great, then that's right. But so they got F and D and C, and that came down the score. But I feel the thing I would like to、uh, share is that this one is really something weird because.、Uh, The F for cybersecurity,、mm-hmm. and the reason why is that、uh, South Korea did not sign on the European Europe,、uh, Council of Europe's cybersecurity agreement. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not joking. It's real. So the F was Singapore and New Zealand,、Whoa. and you know Singapore is、yeah. really strict.、Oh, yeah, strict.、Uh, if you go to some kind of the bad website, it blocks right. Uh, but my experience in Singapore, and these guys have really strict、uh, cybersecurity, but they got F, and the <laughs> F was the same reason. So this is quite weird.、Mm-hmm. And regarding、uh, diversity, I, I agree on that because my country is a country which has a lot of racism. To be honest,、uh, Are you from Belgium? No, no, I'm from Spain. Okay, I love Spain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would、uh, because I I I was in Galicia、uh-huh. to、Camino、walk. Yeah, yeah, Camino de Santiago.、Uh, everyone does the Camino de Santiago. Yeah, I was in Portuguese Portuguese way. I didn't、uh-huh. went the French way because there, I heard that there are a lot of good Koreans.、Uh-huh. Anyway,、uh, for diversity, we were、uh, D grade with the Poland and China,、mm-hmm. and ranking sixty six. Among seventy countries, and I agree on that, yeah. Because so、uh, our immigrants are only three point four percent, and、mm-hmm. our race is focused on the Asian. So I agree. And tax, for example, the well, is it right or wrong? But it's a too Americanic way. So it was a D F. D C and if you come into the store, so our、uh, C grade was same as Spain. <laughs> <Whoa> . So Spain was、uh, for enterprise. Our enterprise average tax rate is twenty five percent, and for top class it is forty five. I think, and the, the the tax rate was same with Spain and Finland and Mexico. So. Spain twenty five and forty seven, and Finland twenty percent and fifty three, I fifty seven, and Mexico thirty percent and thirty five. So what it? So this is another story. Not just making the actual spreadsheet and you just filtering up.、Mm-hmm. So this one was quite weird. But、mm-hmm. the thing was right was about broadband. For example, I think you are mentioning because. As I remember, when I was in KT, our broadband was number one or number two, something like that. But these guys were really realistic. And、mm-hmm. from South Korean perspective, our mobile connection, because I'm using, I was working in KT, but I'm using SK Telecom right now. <laughs> <laughs> And people had a good image of、uh, SK Telecom have no connection issue, but. Recently, I faced a lot of connection disconnection、mm-hmm. issues. So we're gonna be interviewing one guy, Genia from SK Telecom, next week. Okay. Yes, he's a great so, guy. So, so、uh, yeah,、mm-hmm. you, of course,、uh, representing his company, he will not say that because if you <laughs> met、uh, Philip Lee of KT, I cannot tell the story, but I can tell the story right now. So yeah, in that sense, so、mm-hmm. that was what was that, but. 
you have to see about uh, World Economic Forum uh, index, which will be public next week, upcoming this week. And uh, uh, the other things like a BCG or it matters whether you point A or point B. Yeah. So it's something like that. But one thing I would like to point out is that diversity, especially for this government, is uh, giving up some kind of the gender issue in some points. So it is really a problem. Yeah, actually, it was an, another part of the interview, but now that you mentioned, maybe we can finish mm, with yeah, this topic. Yeah, you can just skip on that. Yeah, because yeah, also it's true that like mm, it's affecting a lot the, the ability of Korean startups to go global, mm -hmm. this lack of diversity. Yes. And how do you think this could be improved? Well, uh, I am the guy who believes in markets. So <laughs> <laughs> because ESG is really a critical issue these days. So mm. um, in that sense, uh, it's it will be number one issue. And number two is that I'm right now board member of La French Tech Soul. And next year, I don't know whether will we continue or not because we have some kind of making gender balance mm. at this moment. So the woman should be coming in. So in that case, I have to give up. Mm -hmm. But I found recently that recent but uh, I mean the market would change so I met with some kind of the women uh, media guys in Web Summit last year and I heard a story about the, the, the it was really critical for women but the the editorial office in 1950s or 60s in United States were all men hmm. so what happened was that they did not write the story. And it was really critical for women, and many women died. Wow. Yeah, I, I have to, because recently I drank a lot of sushi, so <laughs> I have bad memory, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I, uh, let's see. Yeah, for us, even we, when we try to search for women, uh, yeah, Babar Waters. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. She passed away last year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's true that, for example, us even mm -hmm. we lived it that we, when we're trying to search for mm -hmm. women entrepreneurs to interview, there are mm -hmm. such a few of them, mm -hmm. and it's such a pity that I I wish it will improve in the future. Mm -hmm. Is the government like trying to do something to improve the gender gap in the well? Actually, now? actually, every government says that. Yeah. Mm. But I think it's not the government. I mean, government can make something, but changing the culture itself takes more than 10 to 20 years. Mm. So, of course, uh, the the current government is trying to split the, uh, the, the Ministry of Gender Equality, but um, let's see. I mm. mean, even, let's say, for energy policy, for example, the South Korean government, current government, is uh, you know the administration is trying to uh, achieve the net zero or carbon neutrality uh, by making a lot of investment on nuclear energy because that can be one of the methodology. But if if let's say Samsung or LG or the the companies who have to work with Google or other country other uh, global companies, if they 
say that you guys must use the renewable energy, mm. the market itself has to shift from wind or solar or something like that. So mm. I'm just because in that sense, that's why I'm always saying about the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if the politician makes that policy and they urge to do something, uh, the the urge to do something in that case, it is happening for one or two years. But after you giving up that policy, what happens is uh, it stops and it becomes just a history, mm-hmm. <laughs> not where you live, right? Yep. Yeah. So in that sense. So maybe talk more about the market in Korea, like uh-huh. from your perspective, uh, pur- 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 sorry, from like what is the most prominent industry in Korea right now that you can like think of and can be like the symbol of Korea when they think about Korea's ecosystem? Well, um, in big company perspective, it will be tech and automobile and some kind of the stops for renewable energy, something mm-hmm. like solar panels, something like that. But for startups, there are criticism that our startups are focusing too much inside the uh, internal economy, like e-commerce. But one thing I would like to share you is that South Korea internal economy and market itself is really small. Mm-hmm. But according to the data by Euromonitor International, our e-commerce size about is number ranked as number five. I mean, the bomb came from Coupon founder and CEO Oris Telsa. And our entire eco uh, e-commerce ecosystem is 80% of the entire Southeast Asian market. Mm-hmm. It's really big. Mm-hmm. Of course, the the Grabs or Gojex or <laughs> the the Lazada, these guys, mm-hmm. Shopee, for example, these guys are not working. They are just booming at this moment, so it's it's not that much equal compared with uh, how the market has been evolved. But we have really plenty e-commerce size, and uh, uh, you know there are some kind of themes that because. I don't believe in NFTs or metaverse, mm. to be honest, because everybody is saying I'm doing metaverse. So yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. my co-founder is right now. He's I cannot open his name because, uh, but this guy has his full-time job. But we had a joke on one day that why don't we express ourselves as a metaverse media? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it's something like that that's uh, happening there. Yeah, so I heard that South Korea is like the capital of metaverse in the world. I don't know if that's true. Really? <laughs> but, but I heard that. I don't know from who and when. Yeah. It might be true because whenever we went to some event, we saw so many startups about metaverse and yes. all the tech. Yeah. yeah, it was AI before. Yeah. <laughs> ah, but now AI is also booming now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... If someone is emphasizing metaverse, I say, okay, good. <laughs> good oh, I think I love it, but rather the metaverse. Because BMW, for example, the CS this year, BMW or um, Sony plus Honda, they they made something like metaverse. Because my eye is really bad, and uh, I don't like wearing that kind of stuff. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Why, why should I? I mean, <laughs> I like the open air. You don't know, want to wear a mask, to be honest, right? Yeah. And why should I? <laughs> why should I wear something weird thing? And, uh, yeah. I see, I see the arpus and what? Yeah, but I think like it's comparable to like what uh. our grandpas would say about the phones. No, why would I use a phone? Mm. Yeah. So I think it will reach a point in which our children would, would have it so internalized that it will be the common thing. Yeah, so, agree. But I mean, the car itself was making real story because mm. if you watch the video that BMW is doing, yeah, they are trying to convert the front glass as a metaverse screen. Mm-hmm. So that you can do something while you're driving experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quite rare, like metaverse. Like, yeah. you know, I I know a guy who made his basement into a flight simulator. Whoa. Yeah, using the Microsoft's flight simulator game. And mm-hmm. he bought the LED screens everywhere. And he, uh, I was doing that game. And I felt like I'm the pilot cleaner or <laughs> pilot of the Asiana Airlines. Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, it, it's it's something um, what's happening. Ah, so we're talking about the yeah. So 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 yeah. Sorry about that. But mm-hmm. the metaverse is one of the things. But I told you about the government, and government has a fund of funds money. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the government is the current government is focusing on what we call super gap. And what is super that? gap. So the super gap is some kind of the autonomous, which is used in Samsung electronics, mm-hmm. like semiconductor. So mm-hmm. it is a super gap that you cannot catch anyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they are trying to focus on semiconduct, semiconductor, or um, something like a display, or some kind of the materials like batteries. Yeah. So that's one of the spect- uh, sector that current government is trying to input a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's the other thing. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also talking about the Korean culture, because it has a really mm-hmm. specific culture, like it's not similar to any other culture. <laughs> and when we arrived here, we felt it. Mm-hmm. And apart from the language barrier, there are many different things, not only the language barrier, the way you sure. do things, the way you interact, relations is really yes. different. How do you think this affects to the Korean startup ecosystem and especially to foreign people who come here to try to do some business? Ah, very good question. So it's, uh, I mean, taxations or other registration. Of course, we are far much better than France (laughs) (laughs) or European countries because they are slow. Yeah, taxes. Yeah, taxes and everything. But... Once you come into this uh, foreign, uh, once you come into these, um, well, one of the thing that investor or other people, or there are some people, foreign people who are in based in this country to make it open, like uh, Marta of the Soul Startup. Mm-hmm. She's right now in Busan, I guess. Mm-hmm. They are trying to change something, but from, let's say, system and regulation perspective, we need to change. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, but they, if you, we are better than most of the countries in some parts, but compared with Estonia or Finland, we're far behind. Yeah. So, to be honest, and that's number one. And number two is that um, the foreign, 
yeah, we have really different culture and most of the South Korean men due to the army service for one and a half year. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that changed your mindset. I mean, That's true. I, 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 I did the army service. I was in Korean army. And uh, what happened is that the older guys that you become part of the society, but in other hands, you get some kind of the military mindset into your, into your head. So mm-hmm. you might feel that in other countries, you don't, you pay respect to the elder guys, but it doesn't become like the grades of every yeah, culture. I see. But so you might feel that quite weird. Yeah. yeah. Even when you learn the language, uh-huh. like also there are different type of expression when you say to like yes, older yes, or senior. Yes. Yeah. It's really a pain's part when we learn Korean. Yes. Yeah, of course, uh, in English, if you go to UK, for example, they always say, you have to say, please. <laughs> you have to say, please, how dare you? <laughs> because my, my, my first teacher was Scottish and my second teacher was from Welsh and the last one was UK, English. And what I heard from all my teachers was say, you have to, you must say, please. Okay, <laughs> please. But if you're in UK, uh, sorry for the audience from United Kingdom or you're, who are from you. GB. But you guys do, please. But right now, uh, we have, you just have one please, but we have a lot of expressions, whether you eat something, if you sleep something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I, so you are from Vietnam, and uh, this is the country, South Korea, which still keeps the high standard of confusions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not understand. It's something mm-hmm. like a Latin ang- a yeah, yeah. language yeah. in Latin or Catholic in the uh, European culture. I mean, so Chinese gave up that one. Mm-hmm. Vietnam had that, but they gave up. Yeah. Thanks to communism. <laughs> <laughs> but we still have that. And even North Korean guys have that. And do you think this is changing or is it going to stay for It you? will be changing, but uh, I mean... Uh, because it will be changing because, you know, uh, Japan was really one of the uh, high standard country with the, their own barriers. So if you see the movie which was taken in 80s, it was like a baseball, uh, American baseball player is going into Japanese Nippon pro baseball team and he was facing a lot of culture, something like that. Mm-hmm. But since the population, because... South Korea is one of the countries which has lowest birth rate in the world. Mm, yeah. yeah, we know about it. It's quite like shock first. Like, it's really rare to see any pregnant woman on the street. Yeah, we don't see like, any. I have them. never ever seen. seen that, uh, that's that's right. yeah, the, the housing price is crazy. And so that's why you have to make the immigrants to come into this country. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the economy will be slapped down. So... But to do that, they have they will give some kind of economic incentives. But in other sense, what happened is that they they have to change the culture. Mm. Other because otherwise people will not get a job here in Seoul yeah. or in mm-hmm. South Korea. Actually, the 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 if you are trying to enter the university, Busan. National University or the national university outside the in major cities in South Korea, 
you had to have a competition about 20 years ago. But right now, even in Busan, the competition is really low mm. or less people on their capacity is coming in. So, wow. <laughs> so yeah. So let's say in my age, there was about one, one point, let's say 1.1 million people of your age. Yeah, of my age. And if you're trying to enter, let's say, because we have universities like if you're trying to enter Seoul National University, about 4,000 and Yonsei, 5,000, Korea, 5,000. And you have to be inside less than 1%, right? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But let's say my nephew's age right now, um, uh, they have about 150,000. That means that wow. that means that if you're inside 10%, wow. you can go to the college where you want. Wow. Yeah, 1% versus 10%. But the age is going down and down and down. Mm -hmm. So the the universities in other other areas will be gone. Yeah. And our mutual um, economic growth rate is going down. It's all regarding the population. So mm -hmm. to overcome that, uh, overcome that, the culture must be changed. And for me, for example, I'm considering because I have, I'm I'm not good at English, but <laughs> of course you are. Not, course. And I, I just just joking. I mean, <laughs> but I'm considering to move to Portugal, for example, because. Last last November, I met uh, the prime minister. Uh, of course, I did not say hi. I'm Philip Lee. No, but <laughs> he came up stage and he was talking. Come to protocol, start a protocol, something like that. Mm -hmm. Speaking to everyone, and I found that these people are trying to because many people in protocol went to other countries like France or Germany. Mm -hmm. There are no younger generation to work in that country. Yeah. But they want to boom up their economy and let. So, I heard from the British that when they made a Brexit, but they wanted to be part of uh, the 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 European Union, mm -hmm. they bought a house and got the residential and moved to Portugal. Mm -hmm. Yes, many, many, many of them. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's one of the way. But the reason why Portugal was good was that, uh, and a, a lot of Japanese, the the Japanese Brazilians were there. Mm, less racism and uh, good weather. Good weather. Good <laughs> weather yeah. is a key. That's a really good yeah. And but I told you that we have a strong racism here in this country. To be honest, because I'm trying to be to look my country really neutral. neutral. Mm. So that's why people hate me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they have less racism compared with Belgium, for example. So you are you EU citizen, so you not. Because I I was grown up in Swiss, so Switzerland, mm -hmm. so I know the quite difference between the countries. So mm -hmm. compared with Belgium, and they are booming up their uh, economy by startups. So the digital nomads or developers are coming in, and that's contributing their GDPs in Portugal. And mm -hmm. I was considering that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, my Japanese colleague told me, Ah, this is great. Yeah, I love the food. The wine is great. Yeah, yeah. You should consider it. Yeah, and the yeah, but I love the Spanish fruit. Afterwards, mm. please recommend me some. Of I course. Mean. Yeah. As many as you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so for you, like now, as you said, like there's so many difficulties right now. But what is the main challenges that 
many uh, startups are facing right now? Money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the winter is coming. Uh, it's already here, I would mm. say. Uh, because I, you know, uh, let me tell you the at atmosphere in global market. Uh, mm. June 2022, when I was in Paris and VivaTech, um, people were just saying, let me tell myself as an actor, right? Uh -huh. And they said, oh, winter is coming, guys. Good luck. But this time it was like an army camp in November. Hey, you have to do, save your money. I mean, I, I heard that story from the Techstar CEO. I mean, it was she, I guess. I mean, she, I met, of course she doesn't know me, but I was in this, in front of stage to write an article. And in June I was, hey guys, it's a, uh, it's the winter is coming, but we'll overcome. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> so that was in June, but in no. in November, oh, winter is coming. Um, no, winter is already here. 2023, this is all bad. You can see hope from second quarter of 2024. Wow. Sorry, guys. And that was what's happening there. Mm. And... The first PR release I received from the Web Summit guys was the uh, investment by the the pitch book. Mm -hmm. And they said, did the same thing. And it was, it was like, everyone's crying. <laughs> but right now, in, so yeah, that's the global market. And let's see about uh, the South Korean market, for example. Government funds have reduced. Mm -hmm. And I said 50-50. So the total size will be going down. Mm -hmm. Of course. The money has piled in recent years because in last government and this year they had allocated a lot of budget. But as you can see, there were investors who were not investing in startups before. But right now, they are getting out to find out the alternative. So the winter will be coming. And number three is that since the mark, the startup has their end of journey as uh, going to public or getting acquired. Yeah. Uh, I see the 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 the, the Carly case is a really sad story, but Market Carly might uh, they had postponed their schedule to go public. Yeah. So things like that will be happening in some times. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's I see about the market. <laughs> yeah. And now to, to start finishing the interview, what uh -huh. are the main reasons why you think Korea is a good place to start a business? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You can say two, two reasons, the main ones that you believe that is a good place. Well, uh, depends on the contents or the items or business model. This is that? one mm -hmm. of the, because when I was in San Francisco in Bay Area about 10 years ago, I met with the Anderson Horovich as mm -hmm. a member of KT because we were doing some kind of the mutual comp company shopping opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I still remember that got what that guy had told me, not crackers. At that time, it was really small and uh, Netflix didn't know what South Korea was, I guess, uh -huh. at that time. But here right now, if you're driving some kind of the content based on webtoons or dramas or if you're a content creator, this is an opportunity in the market, and we have really strong electronic tech gadget companies like Samsung or LG, and mm -hmm. in mobility, we have Hyundai. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing. 
And the last thing I would like to share is that uh, so the market and the if you are trying working in beauty or some kind of the trends, this market is really test bad. Of course, the market itself population is less than 100 million, but the the consumers or this market is really tricky. Yeah. So it's really be a test bed. So in that market perspective, and number two is that government knows that it is essential to survive as a nation, whether you're conservative or you're liberal. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that, but they are not telling that. So to be so that's why the current uh, Ministry of Justice is trying to upgrade its uh, immigration office to as a department. Yeah. Mm. So so that is why. So it does. It's not related with the polit- what kind of political aspect you have. It's a survival. Mm. And last place is that this year, um, one of the good news is that the government is trying to fundraise the global funds. And since the global funds are coming, whether your nationality or your uh, your country have funded, co-funded with Korean government or your uh, the, the farm co-funded is HQ office is where you have been located, it will be a good opportunity. Yeah. Great. But I know that the visa system is really tricky. It is. Mm. Yes. It is. Mm-hmm. And the last question, um, uh-huh. what is the, the main advice that you would give to someone that wants to start a startup here in Korea? Uh, to a Korean person or to a foreign person, both of them? Well, for Korean person... Uh, Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are a guy, whether if you are a citizen and if you're a human, um, I regret myself that if I could start this 10 years earlier, it would be much more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one of the big things. Even if I fail, I will tell myself that this was one of the big things that I started pickle, to be honest. So... Recently, I got the opportunity job offers without interview from big tech companies, but I all rejected <laughs> because I know if I go there, they give me great Amex card and uh, great wage and I can be more richer in short term, but it's not making me exciting. So, but from people who, if you are a troublemaker, <laughs> And if you think people are really dull and slow, and if you think uh, if you think uh, this uh, if you can change something by doing, it doesn't be something like Google. I mean, if you can just make a great menu inside the the, the service, and you if you by adding menu and you have a great idea, uh, especially the era like this will be a great opportunity because uh, in good times, many guys are coming, but in bad times, if you bear this opportunity, there will be a kingdom in front of you. Uh-huh. So that's one thing. And uh, coming to South Korea, well, K-drama itself or <laughs> Netflix, what you see, it's a fairy tale. <laughs> uh-huh. It's not a Cinderella. But uh, at least if you're trying to come to this country, I propose to read a lot of things and check it. 
and start from the zero. I mean, I mean the reason why I'm at least minus because if you get the expectation of 100, you will fail 100% and you will be anti on Korea. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want that. I mean, image is good, but please check the reality. Yeah. Yep. And finally, like these are questions that we always ask our interviewee. Mm -hmm. What is the main source of learning? Like, do you learn by book or by podcast or any channel that you like? And also, can you recommend a book to our audience that you really like? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, uh, I do not. Uh, I do not. I do not um, limit the channels or platforms. Whether if it's kindergarten kids <laughs> or elder guys, I am trying to learn something. But if you are a startup founder, uh, I will find out the uh, name of the book in English. Uh -huh. uh, uh, I recommend if you are a startup, because I cried reading that book. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Japanese author. Kazuo mm -hmm. Inamori, he's the founder and CEO. He passed away, CEO and chairman of Kyocera of Japan. And he wrote a book. Uh, he wrote a book. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it, in English, it, it, why the most important qualification of a leader is never competence. Mm -hmm. So let's say he said, you have to find out your real genuine self about yourself. Mm -hmm. if you, and like a reading a Bible, if you check everything and you, you will find out in that find out whether you really love the thing and if you have a eager to do something and change something, if it is not you're not a leader or you are not a chairman or something. It's, it's just your position or your just background. Okay. So when I'm really hard and tired of writing something, I read this book. It's inside my, uh, in front of my desk and I read it every day. Oh, <laughs> if, wow. if I, yeah, it's like a Bible. <laughs> it's really, it's really, uh, it's not that much sick book. It's, uh, it's just uh, 120 pages. It's mm -hmm. a really small book, but if you are a startup founder, it's uh, really great. And if you are working in a startup, I recommend that. Okay, Philip, thank you so much. It was a great interview. We okay. really liked it, and we are sure that the, our audience will love it as well. All right. Also, thanks to Google for borrowing us this amazing <laughs> place. We finally have a place to record. Yeah, So yeah. great. See you next week. We will record more from now on because we have this amazing studio. And thank <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, thank you. So much. Yeah, thank you. you. Yeah. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. If you want to keep updated on the Korea startup ecosystem, don't forget to follow us. And if you have any question or you would like to participate in one of our interviews, send us an email to koreastartuppodcast at gmail.com. See you next week.